Have you been baptized by immersion as a believer in Jesus Christ? In our church, in the Baptist church, we practice what we call believer's baptism by immersion. This is something that Jesus taught us and that the New Testament church practiced where people would turn to Jesus Christ in faith and then they would go find water and they would get dunked under the water and they called that baptism. I've had a lot of people, a lot of Christians over the years since I've been inviting people to baptism share reasons with me why they felt that baptism wasn't something that they were willing to do. And I'd like to share with you some of those reasons. These are eight reasons not to get baptized. Number one, you need more time to pray about it. You're a Christian. You love Jesus. You're committed to the church. You're committed to the gospel, to the mission of Jesus Christ, but you're just not sure baptism is for you. So you need time to pray about it. I get it. It's like when the police officer asks me to show him my license and registration, but I'm just not sure I really want to do that yet. So I let him know that I need some time to think about it and pray about it first. You see, the problem with this reasoning is that the Bible is clear that we should be baptized. It's not an optional commandment. In Matthew 28, when Jesus gave the Great Commission, he said, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. The baptism part isn't optional. It's not like we can make disciples and teach them to obey everything that Jesus commanded and then not bother about baptizing them. No, Jesus said it's part of his mission. The mission that we've been called to do is to make disciples and then baptize them. In the book of Acts, we see the apostle Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost, and he gives the gospel message, and, and, and the people who hear it, they believe, and they say, now, Peter, what should we do? And Peter says, believe in the name of Jesus Christ, and get baptized, every one of you. In Acts chapter 10, verse 48, uh, we, in this scene, Peter has led Cornelius and his whole household to saving faith in Jesus Christ, and it says in verse 48, so he gave orders for them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The biblical example is, without fail, receive salvation, get baptized as soon as possible. Now this is going to sound weird coming from a pastor, but you don't need to pray about it first. Getting baptized is an act of obedience to Jesus and to the scriptures. You don't need to pray about whether or not to do what Jesus has already asked you to do. You just need to do it. So that first reason, maybe not so much a real great reason. You don't need to pray about it first. You don't need to spend a whole lot of time thinking about it. If you love Jesus, you've been commanded to get baptized. Number two, you're scared. Maybe you're scared of water or scared of being in front of people. In my previous pastorate, almost all of our baptisms we did outside in a river, which at times had a pretty fast current. And some people were nervous about getting baptized in the river. And I'd say to them, well, we haven't lost anyone yet. (laughs) And then they would say, well, I don't want to be the first. I do understand that some people are just really scared of water. Maybe you had a traumatic experience with water at some point in your life. The idea of someone submerging you under the water brings up terrifying memories from your childhood. I understand. Some of you are also petrified 
of being the center of attention. Even the thought of getting up in front of people makes you sick to your stomach. What I would say to you is this. Simply, fear not. Now, I know that that's an easy thing to say. It's a bit of a cop-out. But it is the exact same thing that God said to his people over and over again when he, whenever he asked them to do something hard that made them nervous. Joshua, you know, go back to the promised land. Take the promised land. It's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. There's going to be moments that you want to turn back. But God says, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9 When you're doing something that God has called you to do, whether it's baptism or literally anything else that God has called you to do, He calls you to trust Him and not be afraid. In Psalm 56 it says, When I'm afraid I will trust in you. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. Don't let fear make your decisions for you. In 2 Timothy, Paul writes, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sometimes obedience to Jesus requires discomfort. If you're looking to be comfortable, you've come to the wrong place. Someone said one time, Jesus comforts the afflicted, but he afflicts the comfortable. Not everything he asks you to do as his disciple will be easy, but if he asks you to do it, you can do it with courage. Okay, so if you're afraid, maybe that's not really a great reason either. Okay, number three, another reason why you maybe, it's, maybe you don't want to get baptized. Because you have medical issues. Oh, I've got a bad back. I can't. I don't think I could be baptized. I got a bad back, or oh, I got bad knees. I don't think I could get into that tank. Or I've got sensitive skin. I think the water will hurt me. We can make reasonable accommodations for you. Okay? Can dunk if if your back's an issue and you don't think you can go. We can dunk you straight down. Right? Uh, if if you're in a hospital bed and you just you're you know you're you're, you're, you're there's no way you're going to get to a river. Or, you know, we can bring water to you. We can figure it out, whatever. If you really want to be baptized, tell us and we will make sure it happens. If you don't really want to be baptized, you'll use your medical condition as an excuse. Okay, number four, why you may not want to get baptized. Because you were baptized as a baby. Now, this is one that I hear a lot. Well, I'm, and I'm sure that your baptism as an infant in whatever church tradition you were raised in was a beautiful moment for your parents and for the people that were there. But I bet you don't remember it. They wanted you to commit to the Lord at that time. And that's great. And at some point when you were a boy or a girl, you likely confirmed your infant baptism of your own free will. That's also great. I mean, nothing about any of that is bad. It's just not correct. If you ever go to a restaurant and they get your order wrong, you order a, a clubhouse with fries and they bring you a panini with a salad. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the panini and the salad. I'm sure it's great. It's, it's probably delicious. But it's just not what you asked for. And it's like that with baptism. I'm not sure why, but somewhere along the line, the church decided 
to start sprinkling water on the heads of babies and deciding that was baptism. When clearly, Jesus instructed baptism a different way. He ordered something else. And instead, we're, we're bringing out uh, infant baptism. I think perhaps they see baptism as the New Testament, New Covenant equivalent of circumcision under the Old Covenant. That is, this sort of initiation for babies into the faith community. Well, baptism is a sign. It is a sign of one's belonging to the Christian family. But there's no indication anywhere in the Bible that babies, first of all, can make a decision to believe in Jesus or be baptized. There was just no baptism of babies in the Bible. Baptism was associated always with one's personal repentance and faith. Infant baptism is simply not biblical baptism. It's not what Jesus ordered. It's a lovely, nice thing, but it's not baptism. The word literally, the word baptize literally means immerse. It's a Greek word, baptizo, that we just transliterate and make up this word baptism. It's literally straight from the Greek. And the word baptizo means to submerge or to plunge or to sink down fully underwater. So Jesus' instruction was that we baptize. He's literally saying, go and make disciples and dunk them. Go and make disciples and submerge them. Go and make disciples and immerse them fully underwater in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. People who've become disciples. That is, those who've made a conscious, personal, personal decision to trust in and follow Christ. Some people feel that they will dishonor their infant baptism by getting re-baptized. And I understand that too. But I think that following Jesus through your own believer's baptism, as the Bible teaches, is actually honoring to what your parents wished for you when they had you sprinkled or christened as a baby. Their wish and prayer for you was for you to grow up to follow Jesus. So getting baptized by immersion is doing that very thing. It is fulfilling the prayers of your parents at your infant baptism. So, baptized as a baby, you think, ah, I don't need to get baptized again. Well, think about it. Maybe that's not a real great reason. Okay, number five of eight. You're too old. I get it. You're old, you're tired, and you're thinking, oh, I really should have done this a long time ago. This is for younger people. I'm too old to do something like that now. Well, let me tell you a little story. In my previous church, there was a man by the name of Lee White. Lee White lived to be 104 years old, a wonderful man of God who loved Jesus. He was baptized when he was 96 years old. 96. He grew up in a different Christian tradition that didn't do baptism by immersion. And when he met and married a, a Baptist woman later in life, started attending a Baptist church, heard a sermon similar to what I'm saying today about why we should be baptized by immersion as believers in Jesus Christ. He said, well, I want to obey, obey Jesus. He was baptized at 96 years old. Oh, but maybe you're embarrassed that you haven't been baptized yet. What will people think of me? Overwhelmingly, people will be thrilled and excited for you. I have never been to a baptism service where people felt anything other than pure joy and love. So, you think you're too old to be baptized? No way. Number six, why you shouldn't be baptized? Because you're not good enough. 
This is one objection that I probably understand the most. But this objection also reveals a gross misunderstanding of God's grace. When you're saved by Jesus Christ, it wasn't because you're good enough. Just the opposite, actually. And the same thing is true of baptism. Getting baptized is by no means an indication that you've now got your life all put together and your sin struggles are all nicely dealt with. In fact, when people in the New Testament got baptized, they didn't even have a chance to prove themselves first. They accepted Jesus and then found water immediately, the very same day. The life change and the growth and the teaching them to obey all that I have commanded, that came later. That's a lifelong process that we all are on from the moment we accept Jesus to the moment we die. And that is not something that we have to have completed before we are eligible for baptism. Number seven, a reason why you might not get baptized. You understand that baptism isn't necessary for salvation. I hear all of this, Pastor, I hear what you're saying, but at the end of the day, I know that I don't have to be baptized to be saved. Well, you're right. You're right. Salvation is by grace through faith alone. Yes, absolutely. The Bible is crystal clear on that. Over and over again, we can read in the New Testament that very thing. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 makes it abundantly clear where Paul says, For it is by grace that you are saved, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. By, for it is by grace that you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So there's nothing we can boast about about being a Christian because we had nothing to do with it. It's all God's grace, completely. There's nothing that we can do, not even being baptized, that saves us. The man who died to the, on the right of Jesus on, on Good Friday, he proves that. He had no opportunity to be baptized and yet, Jesus promised him eternal life. And lots of people turn to Jesus on their deathbed, and the Lord accepts them into his kingdom. I have no doubt about that. Just last week, I led someone to Christ the day before he died. So you're right. Baptism isn't necessary for salvation. But it is necessary for obedience. And if you're a follower of Jesus, obedience to his will should be your heart's desire. Don't you want to do what Jesus said to do? All right, here's the last reason. Number eight, why you shouldn't be baptized. Because you prefer to keep your personal beliefs private. I've said it before. Your faith is personal, deeply personal. But it was never meant to be private. Jesus told his followers in, the great, uh, in his great sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, he said, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. We're not supposed to make a show of our faith. Oh, look how holy I am, everyone. Look at my Instagram photo of me doing my devotions this morning. I'm so holy. But at the same time, if we love Jesus and nobody knows, something's wrong. 
We are called to live out our faith in word and deed. Baptism is one of those ways that we literally share our faith and our testimony publicly. That's part of the point of being baptized. It's to make a public declaration. It's to stand up and say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am a follower and I want the world to know. It's a good thing and that's the point. That's why we do it. That's part of the reason. Okay, so those are eight reasons, eight bad reasons why you might not get baptized. So I think you get what I'm saying here. If you love Jesus, if you've been born again, saved by His grace, and you haven't been baptized, it's time. It's time. What are you waiting for? If, if you belong to my church, I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. And we can, uh, and we can uh, include you in those who have followed Jesus in obedience through the waters of baptism. We're going to do some this year uh, in June. Uh, or if you're watching this from a different church or at a different time, talk to your pastor, wherever you are, and, and, and tell him or her, you know, I want to get baptized. Make that decision today. And let me say this, say this as well. If you are listening to this today, and you can't say that you've really come to the place yet of believing in Jesus as your Savior, you're not really a born-again Christian yet, I want to invite you to be saved. That's step one. Make that decision. Receive that gift, that gift of God's grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Don't delay any longer. That's what you need to do today, right now. And if you're here already and you're watching this video and you're a Christian and you're thinking, oh, this message isn't for me. I've already been baptized. I'm off the hook. Not so fast. I gave you today a list of excuses why people sometimes don't get baptized even though they even though Jesus has clearly commanded them to get baptized. Here is the thing. This isn't just about baptism. Jesus has called all of us through his word to live according to his teachings and his example. And he's called each of us personally to ministries and to certain acts of obedience according to our gifts. But how many of us frequently find excuses for not doing the things we've been called to do in Scripture or by the nudging of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus, I need to pray about it first. But Jesus, I'm scared. But Jesus, I've got health issues. But Jesus, I think my way is better. <laughs> but Jesus, I'm getting too old for this. Uh, but Jesus, I'm not good enough to do that. But Jesus, I don't have to do that to still go to heaven, right? But Jesus, whatever it may be, you fill in the blank. It really comes down to this, whether it's about baptism or about anything that Jesus has asked us to do. In John 14, 15, Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commands. <laughs> 